This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's talk some football here, Chelsea. Ravens beat the Bengals yesterday. In Cincy, 27-24, the Ravens were getting three and a half. Ravens plus 150 on the money line. Total set at 45. Lamar Jackson, 24 of 33, 237 yards. Throws for two touchdowns. Runs for 54. Gus Edwards, 62 yards on the ground. Cincinnati's 0-2 for the second straight season. But Joe Burrow aggravated his calf injury, the same one that kept him out of most of training camp. If, look, part of me says... It's the Bengals' big deal. This is what the Bengals do. They start off slow. They put it together. But but if Joe Burrow can't get right and he hasn't really looked good, this could be one of those seasons that just breaks the wrong way for Cincinnati. As the kids would say, you talk about how aesthetic is used all the time. So is vibes. The vibes aren't good for Cincinnati right now. It doesn't feel like they're panicking yet, though, because remember the start of the season when there are questions about Joe Burrow coming back and starting? Mm -hmm. Everybody on the team said, you know what, bro, don't come back. You know, wait Mm -hmm. a couple games. Didn't Jamar Chase say that? Say, please take a couple games off. We don't need you now. We need you later. But in the AFC, it feels like you should probably be worried, right? Because in maybe the NFC, you can get away with this. But in the AFC, where maybe home field doesn't matter quite as much to the Bengals Mm -hmm. because they've done it. They have won some big games on the road. But still, do you really want to go on the road to like Kansas City again and try to beat the Chiefs at their own house when you have the lower seed? I don't think so. So I think the urgency probably needs to be there. It reminds me of the Golden State Warriors. Remember how they're like, yeah, we'll get better once the postseason rolls around. We can't win a game on the road, but whatever. We'll figure it out. Yeah, they didn't figure it out and they didn't win a title. So I think you're right. I think the urgency needs to set in for Cincinnati, but Joe Burrow does not look 100%. I think no. that's the takeaway. And the biggest red flag is that you can tell us all you want the pro, uh, the post-game press conferences, but Joe Burrow does not look 100%. I think that's the key. Just does not look like the same player. I hope he gets right. It's more fun when the Bengals are good and when they are on one of the best teams in the AFC, but they certainly don't look like it right now. In Dallas yesterday, the Cowboys just all over the Jets. 30 to 10. Cowboys laying eight. Cowboys minus 400 on the money line. Total set at 38 and a half. The over hits. Easy pickings for the Cowboys in this one. Zach Wilson, 12 of 27, 170 yards, one touchdown, three picks. CeeDee Lamb, a career high, 11 catches for the Cowboys, setting up Dak Prescott to throw two touchdowns on the day. And the Jets have said, we are rolling with Zach Wilson no matter what. After this game, what did you hear? They're thinking about maybe bringing in someone else. I I am rooting for Zach Wilson, Chelsea. I I want him to do well. I'll I'll give him a little bit of credit here. This Dallas defense is no joke. And being chased around by Micah Parsons all game long, Zach Wilson was sacked three times, is not easy for any quarterback. But at some point, Zach Wilson has to get it done. And Aaron Rodgers, oh, by the by, is talking about possibly returning before the end of this season. Not that it necessarily probable, but if it's possible, he's going to try. Ultimately, though, if the Jets' best-case scenario want to hang around and wait for Aaron to return, Zach Wilson must be better. Yeah, one touchdown, three interceptions is not what you need. 
Because mm-hmm. if you're going to be a game manager, I feel like the number one duty of a game manager, just don't turn the ball over. Like, isn't that the biggest thing? Like, yes. just hand the ball off, make the short throws. But you can't do that, you know, if, if you're giving up three interceptions. Granted, it's against the Cowboys. And the Cowboys have looked so dominant in the first two games. Like, against the Giants, you're not going to get a ton of credit from me. But against the Jets, like, that is a good defense. And Dallas put up a 30 spot on them. I think that is the most impressive part of this game. Once again, the defense is lights out. We knew that. But can Dak Prescott, speaking of turnovers, can he recover from leading the league in interceptions last season to turn it around and lead his team to some postseason wins? Because you can tell this is still a, a chip on his shoulder because they right. talked about it after the game. I think he brought it up himself, maybe. Uh, so clearly he is playing with a chip on his shoulder. But this offense... It looks real good, uh, especially going against the Jets. Even though I was forced to watch this game, it was like one of the games that we had to watch like in our viewing area. And it did feel like the referees gave the Cowboys a touchdown on one of these uh, sequences. Don't know if you were watching, but it was like a sequence of like three straight calls, including a roughing the passer call that some of these are getting out of hand. At some point, you got to be able to tackle the quarterback. But that's the only thing I took away from having to watch this terrible game. Well, I think that's pretty much all you can take away from it. There's just not a whole lot to talk about when it comes to this game. Cowboys, he looks great. Zach Wilson needs to step up. I wanted to ask about the Chicago Bears because they were beaten by the Bucs yesterday, 27-17. Bucs were laying two and a half points. Bucs minus 125 on the money line. Total at BetMGM 41, the overhits. A lot of people in Survivor were saying, hey, maybe this is when you take the Bears. Maybe this is when you take the Bears. Oh, no. Baker Mayfield, 317 yards and a score. Mike Evans, six catches, 171 yards and a score. Bucks stay undefeated. As for the Bears, Chicago has now lost a franchise record 12 straight games going back to last season. And I don't know if you saw that interception that Justin Fields threw. It was about as gross as it gets. I think it was Shaq Barrett. And Justin Fields backed up in his own end zone. I mean, threw one of those like two-yard passes, picked off, returned four yards for a touchdown. The Bears look awful. Right. I think that is the takeaway along with Tampa Bay looking better than maybe people thought because I think I initially looked at this game and said, okay, are we overreacting here to how bad the Bears looked in week one? The answer is no. They are truly bad. But also with the Bucs. I don't really want to trust Baker Mayfield, but the guy has a ton of weapons around him. Anytime you have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, like you've got a fighting chance. Mm-hmm. So if Baker Mayfield can drive the car and limit those turnovers, the Bucks I don't think are on the bottom tier of NFL teams. Like we know the teams that are like the the favorites to lose the yeah. most games this season. I think the Bucks are a cut above of that. I think so too. And I will say I will say this about Baker Mayfield. Good on him. I'm not a Baker Mayfield guy. I'm not a believer in Baker Mayfield, but he's done a nice job sort of driving the car here. And I'm sure it helps too when you have a guy like Mike Evans to throw to who is still a beast, still certainly not on the downside of his career. But man, you have to wonder at some point, Bears have done a nice job rolling with Justin Fields. He's going to have to step up and get it done. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.